What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about how the Force and the future work hand in hand or how Jedi view the future and why it's kind of ever changing. And we get this from chapter 29 of The Last Jedi. It discusses what's going on between the time of Holdo crashing through the supremacy and before the Battle of Krayt ends up happening. Now two things people have kind of wondered is one, what did Rey do when she woke up first and Kylo was just laying there? And then also the question of, if she took Snoke's ship, what happens to Snoke's ship? And the first one we got to answer to, the second one, we're not like, I'm not sure why this is the case, but she really just looked over Kylo. And this is where the future and kind of what goes on with it kind of gets discussed. I'll quickly touch on what exactly it was that she went with the Snoke ship. She flew away and she just kind of hid away and waited until Chewie flew back and picked her up in the Falcon. I don't get why she didn't just fly down there and pick up the Resistance and then leave. Because that would make the most sense. I mean, you would imagine Snoke's ship can handle a lot of people. So why does she wait for Chewie? Or why don't they use both ships? Not getting too far into that, but... She just stands over Kylo and she considers for a second whether or not to kill him. And she thinks of, you know, what it could do for her decision to kill him versus not kill him and how many people could die because of that decision. And this is when it goes into the future and the force. And of course she said, and it repeats here, that Luke's failure was in thinking that Kylo's future was set, that there was nothing to change, that there was nothing that was going to happen differently. And of course, here we go into yet again that Ray, after a week of knowing what the Force is, understands it better than uh, understands it better than Luke does. But I'm not going to get into that. That's obvious, easy stuff to play with. So I'm not going to just you know beat down the obvious thing that I've beat down on many other type videos leading up to this. But she actually, because this is actually somewhat interesting, and so I, I want to stick on this and have a conversation with everyone in the comments about this. The future, as she see it, sees it, is, is very much like a multiverse. And uh, not that multiple universes get sprouted off by a decision or whatever, like an actual multiverse, but just visually for the concept, the, the idea to function, it's similar to a multiverse. And she says, you know, Luke's failure wasn't thinking that you know, Kylo's future was fixed. Her failure was that viewing that Kylo's future and decisions were just simple. And apparently, from what you get, it doesn't say this for sure, but you can gather this is what she saw, that her future saw that he killed Snoke. And what she meant by simple was considering that Snoke, by Kylo killing Snoke, that that would be Kylo turning down the dark side and coming to join the light. And that's her fault is that she viewed it that way and it was too simplistic. That there was a lot of other choices there. One being that he just killed Snoke to gain more power for himself, which is actually the case. So then she's sitting in Snoke's ship just waiting. And she's kind of discussing what the Force is and how it works for the future. And that the Force reveals itself and that... The way it does it, and she sees it as a bunch of branches sprouting off. And that it tells you what the future is. And now that she's been through one time where she saw the future, saw it happen, but then it didn't work out exactly how she planned it, 
or expected it to happen. She now sees it as the branches. And this is where I talk about the multiverse. And she says that small little, little bitty decisions that don't seem like they would mean anything end up changing it completely differently. And so you got these branches kind of going out and then one little decision causes like two or three more branches to sprout off of this. And so the force will show you a future, but it's one future of an infinite number of branches kind of being sprouted off. And that the future is kind of, the force is showing you so that you would work by seeing this either out of fear or out of hope to try to create this future to come about. And that's why oftentimes the future that they envision happens because they think this is the only ray. But of course, Ray's able to see that that's not the only ray, but that this is the only way. And so they continue to move in an effort to cause that to happen. And that it goes into that the force uses all of the people as just instruments that the force is the one, the puppeteer above controlling everything, which goes back to the, the lightsaber fight that I just think's dumb. Obi-Wan Kenobi covered it beforehand that yes, sometimes that the force can control your actions, but it also obeys your command. It's kind of a working hand in hand. And I just, the, the force controlling things and being a puppeteer and this being some predestined kind of concept that the force is overseeing everything and controlling everything to happen and all the people that we're watching really don't really have any control over the future. That is just the force and I don't like that. It's removing a lot of fantasy aspects and what made the movies great. That it was Luke's desire and hope to continue to push forward and always believe the best that made Vader turn. But now the way they're playing it out is if it was just, no, nah, that was the force controlling Luke to do that. That it was the force giving him visions or thoughts of what could happen so that he would act in a way because the force wanted it to happen this exact way. Um, and I'm just, I'm not a big fan of that. I, this does interest me though, this concept of this, uh, you know, pluralistic future with a branch of many different ways to go and depending on what action you take causes it to happen and the force shows you a future so that you'll want to head down this path in the direction that the force wants things to go about um, and she says that she'll ultimately just sit back and wait and allow the will of the force to happen however it wills it and um, I don't you know, the, the, the cosmic force just kind of controlling everything is not my favorite thing right now going on. Of course, there's many things that I don't like right now with uh, Star Wars. But I am intrigued by this. It does make sense if you consider how Yoda always talks about that. You know, he could see the future, but you don't. The future is ever changing. And so this is an interesting way of explaining it. I got to give credit where credit's due. I've hated on this novel in a lot of different situations. But as far as the aspects of explaining how the future is ever changing and you don't know why it may or may not happen and you can't judge it perfectly and say this is for sure the way it's going to be in the future, I find that interesting. I, I do I do like that part. And it's definitely something interesting to discuss and go further and dig deeper in all the elements and what it could exactly mean. And I need more time to study on it and think on it and what all that kind of means as well myself.
I just read the chapter, so it's kind of you're hearing my initial thoughts. And so I look forward to having a conversation with all of you down below. I'm sure all of you have many thoughts of this, and so I look forward to discussing and talking about all of those topics with you as well. And I will continue the rest of the book tomorrow, tonight. I'm going to be doing the fan film yet again. And uh, I just I look forward to having a conversation on this. This is something that's kind of intriguing to me and what it can mean for the future and what it means for the past. And so for now, uh, thank you for watching. And never forget you nerf herders, I love you.